live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, joined by the Rachel Cruz this hour. The number to call is 888-825-5225. You jump in, we'll talk about your life and your money. Paul's going to join us to kick it off this hour in Orlando, Florida. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. How are y'all? We're doing well. How can we help today? Yes, sir. My family and I um, are deciding to take a gap year. So we are just trying to figure out if fiscally we are being responsible. Um, We have followed Dave's plan. Um, So, yeah, so that's where we're at. We're just trying to figure out. Okay, so tell me about this gap year. What does that mean? No one's working and you're going to travel or what? Yes, sir. So my wife and I are deciding to resign from our current positions. We have three kids. We already homeschool them. So we decided to take a year off and travel the United States and possibly abroad. So we've budgeted for it. It's just, you know, part of American culture tells us to continue to work and build wealth, build wealth. And, you know, sometimes lay this out for us. So what's your net worth and how much you guys making right now? So combined, my wife and I make about 160000 a year. Okay. Um, we're debt-free, so we've paid off the house a few years back. Oh, awesome. wow. So, um, so I don't know. I'm, net worth was probably three-quarters of a million, I would say, when it's all combined. Okay. And what's this year off going to cost you guys? Have you run the numbers on the real numbers? Yes, sir. We are looking at about $100,000. Okay. And you're going to keep your house? Yes, sir. We're keeping our house, so we would like to come back to a paid-off house. We have paid-off cars when we come back, and we're leaving our jobs on good terms. So as of right now, we don't you know. Nothing's absolutely guaranteed, but we have commitments from both, from at least my employer, saying that it's an easy transition back. That so you could come back and make the same amount of money? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. and my wife is probably considering stopping working at this point. Okay. Yeah. Like she, she would just not go back to work and you guys would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How much okay. you guys have saved? So total savings, um, a little over a hundred thousand outside of the budgeted amount for the gap year. Oh, so you have a hundred thousand plus another hundred thousand? Yes, sir. Wow. What's the other hundred thousand for? Well, we just, we like the emergency fund. So yeah. we just want to make sure that we're able to um, just be able to be comfortable when we get back. And just in case the jobs don't work out, we we have something to fall back on. Yeah. Where are you guys going to go? So we're looking at traveling the United States. So starting in or, you know, starting home in Orlando, going up the East Coast and heading west and just doing that the whole United States and then coming back to Florida and then going to Europe for a few months. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. Where are you guys going to stay? Is this like hotels, Airbnbs? you have an RV? We definitely don't have an RV. No, we're looking at just doing Airbnbs or hotels. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you get the green light from me. I don't know what Rachel thinks, but this sounds like <laughs> a fun adventure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is why you do it. I mean, like you, this is why we say you live like no one else. So later you can live and give like no one else and... This is what you guys value and what you're wanting to do. You have the money for it. You don't have any expenses, um, bills back home, you know, with a mortgage or anything. And so, yeah, for me, I'm like, do it. What, what do you guys do for a job? What do you do specifically? 
I've been, I'm a home builder. I'm oh, in okay. construction. Okay. And my wife is a nurse practitioner. Okay. That's great. I was just wondering if for some reason the job fell through when you got home, you know, how easy of a line of work are you to, to pick up something else? But that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah well, I'm not too far removed from 2008 and the whole housing bubble there. So sure. that's why I'm, I'm just wanting to make sure that the emergency fund covers us just yeah. in case something happens. We never know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I love it. I think it's great, Paul. Stop by and see us if you come through Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had to save the money from from screaming, we're debt-free, so maybe on this trip we can stop by. I love it. So great. Well, congratulations, Paul. That sounds so fun. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Absolutely. I'm glad just... he asked for permission from us, Rachel. How cool is that? I know. What an adventure. Man, I have such like a free spirit in me that I'm like, oh, wouldn't that just be I know. Awesome? I just hope my kids want to hang out with me for a year. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's cool. The kids are excited about this, it sounds like. Yeah, I would think. I know we had some friends do this. They sold, they ended up selling their house, put everything in storage, and they just traveled the world for a year. Wow. Came back and, you know, picked back up. But I'm like, good for you. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's great. I mean, if you do it the financially responsible way, I don't think you're going to have much regrets. No, no. And as a kid, that's a really cool experience to get. Yeah, for you know? sure. For I love sure. It. All right, let's go to Alex in Springfield, Massachusetts. Alex, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. I, I think I'm scrapping my whole idea and doing what Paul is doing. That's yeah, dude, is. sign me up. <laughs> Maybe we all yeah. should. <laughs> yeah, so so, uh, so me and my wife, we just uh, actually just had our first child. It's about a month old now. Oh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, lots, lots of fun. We're getting tons of sleep. It's great. Um, and uh, and so we're, <clears throat> we're looking to uh, potentially sell one of our, uh, I guess, our only rental property, and put that towards the mortgage. And I'm also kind of curious about how and when to start saving for college and like what, what a good dollar value target might be. Okay. Do you have any other debt other than the rental property mortgage and your primary mortgage? Uh, so, so we have about $28,000 in savings and I have a $4,000 um, uh, 0% financed loan for some AC units that we had to get because I was broke in the summer last year. Okay. Um, but that, aside from that, there's no debt except for mortgage. We paid off our student loans and awesome. And the condo is, is fully paid for. So what would you net from the rental property if you sold it? Uh, so, so I guess that's part of the question too is that I don't know how capital gains taxes work, but we paid off the property for $70,000 was the initial mortgage. And based on Zillow, we're looking at maybe like 140 for comps. Okay. That's what you would sell it for and it's paid off? Uh, it's paid off, yep, and we were probably we would look to sell for around probably one forty. Okay, so let's say you walked away with I don't know one ten or something like that. What's yep. left on your primary mortgage? So our primary residence mortgage, we owe one hundred and fifty thousand. Okay, nice. That gets you guys down a yeah. lot. I would pay off this four thousand dollars zero percent loan today. That brings your savings to twenty four. That probably is a, still a full emergency fund for you guys. Sell the rental, yes. apply it to your primary mortgage, and that'll knock it down to what, maybe 40, 30 grand left on the primary? Yep. And it sounds like you want to get out of the rental game, anyways, right now. Uh, not necessarily, but we're just kind of thinking uh, in terms of uh, saving for college and, and whether or not it's worth having that passive income while still sitting on our primary home mortgage. Yeah, well, if you go through with all this, you got the emergency fund, invest 15%, any money beyond that, let's start throwing into a 529 plan, an ESA, and saving up for college, man. Okay. I like your plan. plan. Look at that. 
What an exciting time. So great. The kids are priority over the rental. There's always going to be another rental, but the kids only uh, get to grow up once. That's right. I love it. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz. Open phones at 888-825-5225. We're pumped about a brand new event coming this May, May 10th and 11th, right here in Nashville. It's called Total Money Makeover Weekend, and the lineup includes all of the Ramsey personalities, including Dave Ramsey, including Rachel Cruz, Dr. John Deloney, Ken Coleman, Jade Warshaw, and me. I'm George. And in just one weekend, you're going to get a crash course on everything we teach about money. And this is brand new content. Of course, we're going to play the hits. You're going to hear about budgeting and beating debt and investing, but we're changing things up. This is going to be a very different event, very interactive, live Q&As. So no matter what baby step you're on, this will light a fire under your butt to keep going, to keep making progress. And with the first 500 tickets sold, you're going to get a copy of the Total Money Makeover signed by Dave himself. So don't wait. These will go fast, and the early bird tickets are just 99 bucks for a limited time, so get them now because the price will go up. RamseySolutions.com slash events. Start preparing for your trip in May to see us in Nashville. All right, Rachel, I got this article here from producer James, and it gives me hope Oh, for the future. We love hope around We could here. use some of that during yes. an election year. <laughs> what is the hope, George? Here's the headline. It's pretty nerdy, but... 401k millionaires and average balances rose in 2023, Fidelity says. Oh, well, that's a good thing. So retirement account balances, which took a sharp nosedive in 2022 due to market volatility, have now started to bounce back. Look at that, according to the latest data from Fidelity. So the average 401k balance ended 2023 up 14% Mm. from a year earlier to $118,600. And the average individual retirement account, the IRAs, also gained 12% year over year. To 116 grand. So this is very comforting. Yeah, that is great. Because we talked about retirement in another hour, and it was not as... Well, people aren't saving. People so the aren't ones doing it. The aren't ones that are saving are winning, which is great. Because, and that's the thing with the market, too. We looked at our numbers, and yeah, 2022 was like... Oh, uh, yeah. And then 23, went, okay. Like, we're back, I see baby. that. I we're see back. That. So this is exciting. So uh, at the end of 2023, the article says, signs that inflation was cooling were not only good news for the economy, but also good news for stocks. After the S&P 500 closed out 2023 with a nine-week win streak, the number of Fidelity 401k plans with a balance of a million or more increased 20% in the third quarter. So there's 20% more 401k millionaires than there was thanks to just riding the wave of the stock market. Yep, just This is exciting. Yeah, yeah, this is... The po- this is uh, a quote 
These are the poster children of staying the course and taking a long-term approach. That's what we say. Investing in the stock market is a roller coaster. And if you don't jump off early, you won't get hurt and you'll be blessed with a fun ride. Yep. Because here's what you see with the stock market. It goes, you know, down, but then it goes up, but then it goes down, then it goes up. But over time, it moves up and to the right, which is what we like to see. Mm -hmm. That's the power of compound growth. That's right. That basket of stocks and that mutual fund, well, each of those shares grew in value and that made your, your nest egg grow. And then fear comes into play, George. Oh, you know? well, if you look you at the headlines, turn Rachel. turn on the news and all everything, and people are like, oh my gosh, the world's ending. We got to get out of here. And people cash out. We saw that happen a lot. People pulled out. Yeah, it was not good. Which so. is the worst time to pull out yes. when the stock market is dipping like that. And so you got to stay the course. Do not pull money out. Don't do these 401k loans. Don't do the early withdrawals. Stay the course, and you will be blessed with a solid return and a great nest egg. That's comforting. All right, let's go to the phones. Brian joins us in Manchester, New Hampshire. What's going on, Brian? Hey, this is really exciting. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, sure. I feel like I'm talking to the perfect people. Wow. Um, I'll <laughs> let Ken Coleman know as soon as we're done. He's going to love that. Uh, please do. <laughs> How can but we I've help? I've got the money guy and I've got a mother's heart, so that's good. Oh, uh, all here together. I- very uh, stark difference from Paul from Orlando earlier in the in the uh, segment here, but uh, I am 31 years old, uh, married to a beautiful gal. We've got four children, five and under. Um, wow! And our party. Our, our, I know. So uh, it's joyful chaos, and so our uh, only very large debt is my student loan debt. For 162,000 as it stands Ooh, right now. Okay. What'd what you was, get your degree in? Uh, so I'm an orthopedic physician assistant. Okay. Cool. What do you make? So uh, I last year I grossed 127. Okay. So uh, we have a, we have a house with a mortgage. The mortgage and property taxes together uh, is a monthly fifteen hundred dollars. And then we don't have credit card debt. We just sent the last thousand dollar check to uh, pay off my wife's car. Nice. And my Congratulations. Car paid off. Congrats. Um, thank you. So we don't have, yeah, we don't have credit card debt or anything. So my question really is to your point right before the break uh, was kids only get one childhood. And so uh, with this huge debt, we are trying to figure out the fastest way to get out of that debt. Um, and so I don't, my wife is very fearful about the idea of selling our house and going into an apartment with our four kids. Um, and, but doing that, we would have enough. If we sold it today, we'd probably make about 200 off of it. So it's a question of, do we just do that stroke a check pay off our student loan debt and then go save for house? Or do we spend like three years really working hard, putting money away in a high yield savings account. And then three years later have about a hundred K and buy a different house and sell our current home and uh, just reap the benefits from it. Then I don't know that you need to get out of this house. It doesn't seem like it's on fire. Why not just pay off the student loans and stay in this house? So my only question about that was, so I, I did some math and we've probably got a $3,000 or so margin if we really uh, try to put every penny we can towards this. And what I'm thinking about is if we do that, 
it takes about seven years or so to pay off my student loans, where if we just save in a high yield savings account for like three years, we'd have enough for a down payment on a slightly larger house um, and be able to sell this current house and then stroke a check and pay off my student loans all in one swoop. Hmm. So, so you have three grand of margin right now? So I've got three grand of margin right now with the Every Dollar app. We're looking at it. I've only been listening to you guys religiously for about two months. So okay, so that's that's four and a half quick. years. At the current rec- track, right? Thirty six grand a oh. year, four and a half years. That's one sixty two. And that's margin after everything is paid, right? Food, like after you budget out your life, right? That's what's left. Exactly. Yeah, that's what's left if we really scrounge. 2500 is probably a little more reasonable with birthdays and all that stuff for the kids. But um, And your wife is, is at home with the kids? Mom. My wife's a stay-at-home mom, yeah. Okay. What, what does um, extra work look like for you, Brian, and where you work? Is there some opportunity uh, to do some so- overtime? Yeah, so I'm in the I'm in the middle of nowhere, roughly. It says Manchester, but I'm I'm quite a ways out from there. Um, and so uh, the place I work is really the only game in town. But uh, I take first call, so I get sort of an hourly rate if I'm called into the building for mm-hmm. any reason. Um, and so it would really my ability to work more is really just sort of taking more call um, and my wife and I talked about it and we're okay with me taking extra weeknights cause it wouldn't really interrupt our life too much if our kids are sleeping anyway. Yeah. Um, so my plan is to try to increase that a little bit and try to bring home a little bit more by taking a little bit more weeknight call and, and try to try, yeah, try to creep on this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. The, the house, it doesn't, I mean, I know you guys want to move eventually, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, budge with the house right now i mean the housing market's just insane if you're in a if you're in a spot that you're like okay we can at least and if, stay if the in mortgage was years. killing you guys if it was like a four thousand dollar mortgage yeah. i'd say yeah sell it but yeah, the mortgage isn't the problem yeah, no, here we're not house poor yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to make so, more money you yeah, put 4500 years and don't worry about your kids they're gonna be fine they're gonna i don't remember anything before like eight or nine yeah their truly. dad is loving them well <laughs> he's gonna be working hard they're not going to live on a lot, and they're going to have fun. They want you guys. That's that's what they want in life. Not a bunch of crap. They want you guys. So don't worry said. about your kids. You're well, setting a great example for them. You. Thanks for the call, Brian. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz. Open phones at 888 5225 This is your friendly reminder that you can come watch the show live. We are behind the glass like zoo animals, and there's some lovely people who traveled from all over the world to be here. We got Canada. We got a newlywed couple who just got married yesterday. And they're hanging out with us. They're choosing to honeymoon with us. Thank you, guys. (laughs) So uh, come visit us. We got free coffee and baked goods and and a mug, and the show is free, of course. You don't have to make an appointment, but you can always let us know you're coming at RamseySolutions.com, and our team will let you know who's on the, sh- the schedule. The schedule. In case you're hoping to see your favorite yep. Disney character, John Deloney. We'll get the, we'll sometimes get the, oh, we thought Dave was going to be here. Oh, like, yeah. Just us. I'll be honest. Sorry, it was y'all. one time a debt-free screamer was here, and they thought it was going to be Dave. Oh, We had let no. them know it wasn't. It was me and John. Oh, no. There they, were tears. They, 
There were tears. It was like going to Disney World and like, oh yeah, no, no. Mickey, but Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse is no, isn't out. Like, nowhere to be found. The princesses the are they're busy <laughs> today. And you're just in tears. So And you're stuck with the mediocre like I think we, we don't won really her know who they are. Eventually. Oh man. But we that makes you bad. that makes you feel good, George. Yeah. It's fine. Really making a difference. Thank you. All right. Benjamin's on the line in Houston, and I'm sure he's happy to talk to us. How you doing, Benjamin? <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Happy Friday. You too. How can we help? Uh, well, a little backstory. Um, I've got um, $71,000 of debt paid off. Uh, good news. Paid off nice. now as of the new year. Um, 60 of that was student loans. 11000 was, uh, you know, stupid credit cards and stuff. Um Anyways, I've, um, I'm now putting, uh, I've got a matched 401k, 8%, uh, $500 a month in Roth IRA. Um, I, I'm budgeting for this year to have $30,000 in savings, and I currently have a $35,000 um, emergency fund. So the next step, um, I'm single, I'm 30 years old, the next step would be uh, pay off mortgage. However, I'm currently a renter. Um, I rent uh, $20,000 a year. And so it, you know, it makes sense to get into a mortgage or at least a house. Um, but financially I've been working with a realtor and really digging into these numbers and I'm confused at what makes sense financially. Of course, the realtor, you know, is pushing me to get into a house, but, um, with the interest rates and everything, a $250,000 house in Houston is going to cost me $500,000 after 30 years. And, um, with you're a good number cruncher, I, Benjamin, what do you do for work? So, yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, thinking about this for a while, obviously a couple of years going through this uh, with you guys. I really appreciate the help. Um, I, so I'm in training and education for a vehicle manufacturer. Cool. Um, so on the road, 160 days a year. So wow. uh, even to think about a house, I'm only there half a year, but anyways, well, um, it's, it's hard to find a mate when you're on the road half the year too. That's, that's pretty intense. Yeah, no, George is dating, <laughs> dating advice that this you didn't start. ask for Benjamin. This is the this start. Year. How old you said you're how old? 30. I'm 30. 30. Okay. Yeah, I, a little late start. I graduated in 2020. Hey, it's all good. You're doing great, man. Yeah. So you've got 30000 in savings apart from the emergency fund. So let's call that your down payment fund. You'll have that um, by the end so of the year? No, I, I'm budgeting for 30000 So by the end of the year, I'll have 30000 But I have thirty five currently in savings from emergency fund. Okay. And so I would set a very specific goal and go, all right, the house I want to get is 250000 Is that a reasonable amount? Yeah, that's uh, the new construction, 1,500 square foot. Yeah, it's reasonable. Okay, and what's your take-home pay every month? Um, so I, well, I kind of budget weirdly. I I only pretend I make $5,000 a month, but I've got uh, 2550 going into savings. A thousand of that is out of that 5000 So, But yeah, what hits your, uh, what hits your bank account 000. in a um, given month? So, so um, I have 5000 going to my checking, and then I have... A thousand twelve. I'm sorry, twelve hundred going into a high yield savings account, and um, and then I get a six thousand dollar bonus a year. Okay, a year. So okay. let's call it sixty sixty five hundred bucks. Yeah, take home pay. Right. Okay. So with our parameters of kind of twenty five percent of your take home pay, and you can even factor that in after taxes, but before other deductions like healthcare or investing, that will help your numbers out with that twenty five percent parameter. Right, and so if you said let's call that seven thousand, um, twenty five percent seventeen fifty, so that becomes our new goal. Can we get a mortgage that's seventeen fifty for the principal, interest, taxes, and insurance? And now that helps us um, dictate the down payment goal. 
Yeah, so that would make a, a bigger down payment for sure. Which exactly. Is um, so that so means you might I'm need curious, like, you might need a hundred down on a two fifty yeah. on a fifteen year to get you there, and that might take you know you said you have thirty by the end of the year. The next year, could you bump that up and and have seventy five or a hundred if you worked your tail off? Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have to probably get a side job for that, but that's not out of the question. I think Dave says gazelle intensity, and I've definitely adapted that mentality. Um, so a side job isn't out of the question. But um, Well, I'm just thinking by the end of next year, you'll have six oh, figures ready to put year. down. Yeah, yeah, and sure. so, yeah. I, you know, unless yeah. there's a rush to get into a home, I'm going to just stay where I'm at and do this the peaceful way. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was considering. So I, the question is, is a mortgage necessary or what if I what if I took six years or seven years and paid for a cash and house or, or I'm sorry paid for a house in cash? Um, what is the what is the reason? What is the good reason to get into a mortgage without paying cash? Well, there's not a good reason to get a mortgage, but I would say if your timeline is six years, the problem with housing is that we know it's going to go up in value. And so what I don't want is you have this moving target where, oh my gosh, I saved 200,000, but now the home is 300. And I Mm -hmm. save up another 100, now the Mm -hmm. home is 350. And so that's my worry, Rachel, when it comes to saving up cash over a long period of time. Yeah. And long term renting, you know, you're you're just not building equity anywhere. So, um, so yeah, so the idea that, yeah, saving and paying cash for a house is I mean, that, that's an awesome goal. You could totally do that. If you could do that in two or three years, I would yeah, say that's a good Yeah, shorter plan. amounts, totally, yeah. Um, but I would, yeah, I would make, that I would give sense. myself like a good two years. Um, and this this is now kind of just change at this point. But I was even thinking for your emergency fund, if you needed to take 10 grand out of that, because you could be on the three-month side. I mean, you're single. Um, no one's dependent upon your income. So even your emergency funds, if you needed to take a little bit out. But at that point, as we're talking, it's just 10 grand. Yeah. You know, or and so. are you investing more than 15% right now when you add it all up of your gross household income? Um, it, it's right at about, for my retirement. Yeah. Out of your income, how yeah, much are it, you investing? It's right at about 15. So I got 8% matched with my company and then uh, I'm doing 500 a month in Roth. But so are, the 8%, right regardless 15. of the 8%, are you investing 15%? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not including the match. Okay, yeah. cool. And another option, you know, some people do this for a temporary amount of time. You can pause that investment to save up the down payment faster. Um, but with your plan, I mean, I, I don't feel a huge sense of urgency. I know you want to be a homeowner, but I also love the idea that you have a great savings muscle. And so I don't. I would try to keep investing 15% and get a side hustle to make up the difference to hit my down payment goal. And who knows? Maybe interest rates will go down, and that's going to help you. I was going to say it could be another get world sooner. Yep, yeah. another world in two years. Who knows? It does, it does seem to move pretty fast. So yeah, we'll see. Um, I really appreciate that. I'm, it's just the twenty thousand dollars a year in, in rent is. Yeah, I think that's where the urgency is going. Well, I don't. Through, so I don't want you to feel to... this pain. I know it stinks because like, oh, I could be using this toward a house, but home ownership can be a blessing when done the right way. But we've seen it where it's a burden, and you have a lot of extra expenses when you're a homeowner. And so I'm seeing renting as buying patience right now, and I'm okay to write that check every month for the cost of patience. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Benjamin. Great job, Benjamin. Got a great head on his shoulders, Rachel. Yes. I like Benjamin. I know. Very just calm, cool, collected versus I got to get a house, I got to get a house. Yes. Yeah. And when you look at the numbers, that's always what kind of is the guiding principle because our emotions and our feelings can guide us and not always and in a the real estate way. agent's excitement yeah, can guide right. us.
And then the, you go to the Nothing bank. Nothing like a residential agent, just all the joy and excitement about they're, housing. They're very intense <laughs> and happy to help you get into that home of your dreams. Yes. yes and then the banks, course. they're happy to loan you way oh. more than should be legal. Whatever like, wow, you I want. Got, I got pre-approved for half a million dollars. <laughs> Doesn't mean you should take out a half yeah, million right. dollar that's mortgage. Right. I know. I know. So that's why I like the 25% parameter. I know people look at us, Rachel, like, these people are crazy. What world are they living in? Well, the math hasn't changed. It's just going to be harder. You have to save up more down payment. You have to move further out. You got to go for the condo instead of the single family home. So this is just a hard part of being an adult. This is we got to make adult decisions. And I want this to be a long-term peaceful decision, not the next call on the Ramsey show where they call in going, should we We sell the house? Yep. Yep. We bit off more than we could chew. Don't let that be you. Mm -hmm. This is the Ramsey show. Our scripture of the day, Psalms 37, 21. The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. Benjamin Franklin said, creditors have better memories than debtors. Oh, some old school financial wisdom. (laughs) Yeah, Ben Franklin, he was doing well for himself, I feel like. Benjamin Franklin. You know, the teeth, the leg, I don't know what else he had. I don't know what else he had going on, but he could afford it. The what? I don't. Did he have wooden teeth or something? That Isn't was that George a, Washington? Oh, Wasn't dang that George it! George Washington. Guys, I'm not a oh, historian. No. Listen, oh, I'm no. not a geographer. I heard. I hate to. I hate to call you out, George. What'd you hear? So don't kill me. But that Chain gang? You, you didn't know who Margaret Thatcher was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken told me that, and I thought, oh no, George the Iron Lady. I didn't know this is stuff. I'm well. Then Ken called me out for not knowing what a chain gang is in football. I was like, why would oh, I? I don't know what that is. I Thank you, and yeah, you know football, sort of. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I was busy, I don't know, having a is life. That a chain, is that a thing? That is? It's the people who move the giant markers. Oh, but they call them a chain gang? They had to have a cool name because it's not a very okay. cool job. I don't know. Who guys, knows? this is why I stick to money questions. I embarrass myself <laughs> when I talk about historians and politicians and sports. I stay away from it all. I'll leave that to Ken Coleman. Well, the, the latest fact, history-wise, then we'll get to the phones. But Picasso? Yes! Found out. He died in 1972. Died in 1973. And Rachel was like, I thought, I thought he was with Leonardo da Vinci. I thought he was part of the Renaissance. <laughs> I had no idea. Wow. But he just died in the 70s. Picasso. I was like, what? I thought all those guys were back with Listen, I got the Sistine Chapel. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just Google it Anyways, if I need to know it. But so, until then, it doesn't sit in my brain. Sorry. In the 70s, Picasso. I mean crazy anyways that's my fact that just blew my mind all right timeless timeless all right let's get to the phones we're we're better served there rachel than talking about (laughs) anything about 401ks let's see if we can help timothy in los angeles what's going on timothy hey guys can you hear me yes loud and clear okay awesome well uh i try to describe my situation so um i got out of college in 2021 and uh, just got married, and I had my associates, went to work for the past two years, and I'm currently making $20 an hour. It comes out to about uh, like 37 grand a year after taxes and everything. Uh, we had a, we have one, a one-year-old daughter, and um, we didn't really have any debt, but then my wife's car broke down, and we decided to buy her a car last year. It was like twenty thousand dollars cash value um and then uh, that car broke down and our warranty covered us to get a brand new engine on it so uh we had that and then i decided to start a business last july 
And um, I'm generating through that business after, um, after like in, in profit, I'm bringing in about half of my income um, from that I make at my day job. Now we did have about eight grand in debt because of that, starting the whole business and everything. And then uh, we just used our taxes to pay that back like substantially. So now we only have about two grand in debt. Total? Um, yeah. Well, well, besides the car, the car is like, we still have like $20,000 in the car. So, okay. uh, and it, yeah, is it, your, you have the only, um, income in the family right now? Yes. I, my wife's a stay at home mom. And the final thing was I was planning on going back to college this fall and I, I get financial aid. So it'll, probably be just as much as I'm making on my day job. But the only thing is we just got news and we're expecting twins. Whoa. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. So a lot look, going on here. Thing. Yeah. This is the thing. We live in a small studio in the back house of her mo- mother's house. So it's already me, her and our one year old daughter. Now we're expecting twins and Previously, we were pre-qualified to get a house. We actually live in Bakersfield. We were pre-qualified to get a house for about 150000 But now, you know, we, with the car, we, we wouldn't even know, we don't even know what we're going to do. Do you have any so money in savings? We're at. We have, we have nothing. We just started budgeting. I just started getting plugged in with the, the Ramsey show about two weeks ago, three okay. weeks ago. Well, yeah. there, there's an order for you to become a homeowner, and it's when you're debt-free with a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses, and you have a solid down payment. But until then, I'm not going to are get pre-qualified. Are you guys paying rent right now, Timothy? Or are no, you living there for her, free? No, her family's, yeah, her, yeah she, we're living there for free. So, okay. Yeah. The, the big question is, can you afford to continue living in California off a $40,000 salary? Well, um... <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. Um, like I said, I live in Bakersfield, so I mean, it's a little bit lower living expenses in LA. Um, but what would it cost you to go rent somewhere just, just that could know. fit your family right now with the twins? Well, a small, small would be like eight hundred, eight hundred bucks a month, and then a little bit bigger would be somewhere along to thirteen hundred bucks a month. This business you started, so you're you made fourteen thousand last year because you made half of what you make no. normally. Yes. So, well, actually I just started last July. So now I'm averaging about four, 400 bucks in sales a week and take home is 300 bucks a week. Okay. After, yeah, after input and all that stuff. Okay. It's about 15 grand take home from this business. Yeah. Do you see yeah. it and, scaling? And it's Do you see it? Substantially. It is. Okay. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's scaling really fast. So I, I think, mean, and, so the reality to me, yeah. I think is you're going to have two jobs. You're going to have this job that you're that you're growing, which is awesome. And hopefully it just skyrockets. I mean, that, that would be the hope. And your day job. And you, you're you going to be working both of those, I think, for, for a period of time until the car's paid off and this $2,000 loan until you guys get a good emergency fund. Well, no, you know what? There's twins in the picture. So we're, we're pausing everything. So honestly, yeah. I would just stockpile cash at this point until the babies are here. Um, and it's probably a high, is it high, twins high risk? I mean, like they're, you know. Can be. So I just, I yeah, would be, be, yeah, so all that to say, I would just be saving a crap ton. And once <laughs> I would just be putting so much away, honestly, I mean, like that's, 
that's going to be your best bet right now. And then once the twins are here and everyone's good, then I would look at paying off this $2,000 business loan, paying off the car. I mean, the car is a lot of your world. Yeah. How much is the car worth? Well, see, it was $20,000 cash value, right? Well, the engine, the engine busted and they put a brand new right off the, right off the assembly line, a revised version of the, the engine. And it was about $17,000 engine, but, but I, went to, I went to see if we can. Yeah. But I went to go see the, if I, I mean, I did an online like little quote and it only came out to like 10 grand or something. So I don't know if I did it wrong or maybe I should, we should actually go into a dealer, but to see what the price should be. But I mean, I mean, after all that, I just, I just, we, my yeah. wife and I were willing to do what it takes to sell a car, but we're like, after is it a is that, a quality reliable a car for the family and it fits the, all the kids? Yeah, it's it's a nice car. It's a Jeep Grand Cherokee um, Eco Diesel, and it's 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 a really nice car. So okay, well for now, all the kids. Yeah. I would work to just pay that off in the debt snowball once the twins are here. Get the emergency fund in place, then you can think about going back to school and yeah, making I, sure you can cash flow that. But I don't think now's the time. No. Do you think that if I were able to grow the business? Large, cause, because because I grow, sell, and deliver microgreens, so I'm only spending about about twelve hours a week doing. You're saying doing if I did this full time, it could replace my income. Yes, that kind of yes. thing. Right yeah, now, with your situation, looking, yeah. it feels risky. Yeah, if you can that, get the boat close to the dock later on, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, I could totally see how if I did this full time, I could make more than I'm making in my." Because right now, you're making your full time salary plus the side money. If you jump to the side yeah. stuff, you're just going to replace your original income. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you're still better off right now financially with your situation, and I would work to go rent a place. Really, your goal is, can I make 6200 bucks take home to afford the $1,300 a month in rent? And I would make the jump to go rent at that place. Okay. Hope that helps, Timothy. You got uh, the road ahead of you, man. The twins alone, on top of the one-year-old, it's about to be a party. Yeah. So wishing you guys the best in that. Also, what a a sweet blessing. That's exciting. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. Thank you to all the folks in the booth keeping the show going this hour. And you, America, will be back before you know it.